episode number 84 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you've got a, a cheeky wee Christmas tree in the back. Uh, now, that it doesn't even, I can't even see the, the full thing. It's its a fair size of a tree, that tree's oh. It's a seven footer. It's a seven footer. Oh, my God. Where did you get that thing from? I was, uh, I was out. So, do you know, as a runner, we spend most of our weekends darting around Forestry Commission sites, so... Uh, I was there yesterday, not running. I went to Tarabaga Forest, did, did the you? old Christmas oh. tree, a seven foot, nor- no, what's it called? Uh, blanking on the type of tree it is. Norman's, nor- Norman's spruce? Don't Whatever ask me what type of tree it is. It's a Christmas tree in my eyes. But, but you know what? I went along and it's. I thought it would just be, I said, I'll just go and get it tomorrow. It's fine. She was doing a long run. I wasn't. I'll go and get it. So I went in to get it. It's like an absolute day out. The queue, yeah. folk are queuing up. The people are trying so many trees. There's an absolute mountain of them. There's van big lorries coming and dropping off more trees. Well, not dropping them off, but moving them from different part of the, the forest. And yeah, it's crazy. There's folk having beers. There's folk having beers. Food. Yeah, there's a bar there. There's a burger van. It's oh, uh, it's yeah. crazy. It's big. It's a big, it's a big thing. So I mean, anyway, you've got so a giant there. How can there be beer people drinking beers when? Well, I suppose I, if I you're a passenger, might you? Yeah. So anyway, wow. no, we got, so it's looking pretty decent. So we got we got that squeeze in the motor and home, and we decorated that yesterday. So TRS, one of the both the TRS headquarters are now ready for Christmas. Oh, they're suited and booted. They're they're rocking and rolling as as I said last week. So and in well, the I'm... spirit of Christmas, we had our running club Christmas night out on Saturday. So that's always another way to really. That was my first Christmas party of the year. So I feel very much in the spirit of things now. Oh dear! And have you had have you had Home Alone on yet? Not yet. No. Not to yet. We're too, on, we're too busy making our way through all eight of the Star Wars films ahead of the, <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker next Star week. Star Wars? That's not a Christmassy movie. Come on. Well, it comes get out the, Christmas Eve. Actually, it? I think we did watch a Christmas film the other day. Maybe Funeral Boy or something. Anyway, whatever. I'll um, tell you what, talking about movies, uh, the Ghostbusters 3 uh, Afterlife movies on uh, trailer that that was on Facebook today. I was awful excited. Nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's in, it's it's not. It's in summer twenty twenty. It's uh, coming. But uh, anyway, this is turning a, a a movies podcast. We want to keep it to running and um uh, and and segueing into to trees and and cross country and and forests and things. Um, a lot of cross country chat to talk about. So we'll Absolutely. we'll mention that and um and talking about lifting things. Uh, we have my coach, Lewis Walker. He's going to be talking all things strength um, relating to your running on uh, a wee instalment that's going to become another regular on the show. As, um, so an additional uh, section of TRS. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll mention the European Cross Country Championships as well and the success of that and a few more bits and bobs. So it's uh, promising to be an exciting night. And um, I've got my, I've got a cheeky little Red McGregor um, I don't know what Tom's got, but he's. I've he's got. got, I'm, uh, I've, I've even got I haven't even got a glass of water in front of me tonight. I was a bit late getting in, so I'm. And I've got to drive again tonight, so I'm. I'm it's a dry Monday, and I need to shake out the weekend. That was a bit of a, bit of a, a session on Saturday, so that needs to be, sorted. So what happened on Saturday then? So this is so folks. This is the Metro Christmas night out, and the only thing I know about the Metro Christmas night out was. Uh, the Metro lads, there was a wee voice, an audio message on, on Metro lads. Uh, What's that? Uh, the, <laughs> no, you need to go get it, because, uh, hey. If, I if, never saw that. What's that? I never saw this. Did you not? Oh, it's, uh, I think it was, 
Let's see who. Where I've is got it? Metroland's muted. You see. Ah, uh, oh, so have I. Well, for for obvious reasons. Um, as I as I've mentioned in the past. Uh, oh God! Right. Is it is it safe for work? Can what? I play it? Is it safe for work? If I play this right the now. The audio message. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Full 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 um, full volume. So that that victory chant from uh, Rico Chris Richardson is a is a mark of the fact that we've done it for all the naysayers who've shot us down when I've talked about it on this podcast. Metro Aberdeen's men's team medalled at the district champs. They did, didn't they? Didn't they that day? I mean, I've got to say, I mean, your your predictions, Mystic Tom, were were bang on. I mean, yeah, you had the team prize, the the Met senior men's team prize, but I think you said Kostorfin for the win, Central for the second, and and our Metro lads for the third. So. Congratulations! Although, although you weren't running, I've got uh, my TRS runner of the week's Tom Bryan for his uh, predictions. <laughs> Not the non-runner that spectator of the week. No, it was amazing, yeah. and we got great day for the club. I mean, um, we'll go into the results in more depth, but yeah, we're Metro runners. We're going to bang on about it, and you know, um, it's uh, it's funny actually. We're chatting to Cal McKenzie afterwards. Shout out to Cal and the Christopher boys on a very good win and good to beat the L train. But they've yeah. uh, they, they've clocked the fact that we talked up Metro medals in the past and it's not come through. Oh. So it was particularly sweet that we we did get one. So yeah, really good. I mean, we've got a really strong six. We had uh, in both the men, well, six in the men, four in the women's race, and you know, an individual medal for Fiona. You know, brilliant individual medal for Cameron. Individual medal for Ginny Barand. I mean. Sensational! Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're not we 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 have to be biased because of our club, but I'm sure everyone can understand that. But I've got a little bone to pick with you, Tom. Now I was listening to your your you know our, our preview of of the the East District Cross Country Championships. The winners are, are, are certainly the the favourites for the East females. You didn't uh-huh. see your you didn't see your wife. Well, what's that about? So to be honest, I. I had her firmly in mind. I thought she was in for a shout. I thought she was, to be honest, I thought she was nailed on for a medal. I thought she had an outside shot at a win. Oh, so but did I didn't, I. Want, to, oh, I didn't yeah. want to put it out there too much. You know, it's, um, well, you don't put too much pressure on her. But I thought she ran really well. I mean, that race, I obviously watched the race and Annabelle went, oh, Annabelle Simpson for the win. Annabelle went off. Uh, it was quite pedestrian actually for the first sort of half lap. And then Annabelle slowly but surely worked her way through. Fee went out with uh, Freya, Freya Ross, sorry, who. Uh, and then she dropped her in the second lap and never really looked back and sort of slowly but surely pulled away. And it was Ginny Barand who came through the field really well. And Ginny um, did, had a solid last lap to really consolidate that third place and, and take a, a second Metro medal on the podium. Absolutely That's brilliant. brilliant. That's so good. The, the times, uh, the, the tables are starting to turn in the, the, the cross country for the Metro lads and lassies, eh? Absolutely. And, you know, for us, as a, sorry, I'm eating a bagel. What, as um, <laughs> what's amazing for us as a club is we had juniors out, which is a new, really becoming a new thing for us. So one of the lads, a shout out to we Jamie Ferris in the under 13s race, who was 10th. So that should mean he'll be heading for a district vest. Hopefully, That's great. fantastic news. Which yeah, is great. He yeah. really chuffed to see him do well. We also obviously we mentioned the senior teams, Jim Toll, Masters medal, 
yeah. in the over forties. Yeah. So really good. And then the men's side, Cameron Strachan, well deserving of a of a third place. And you know, Cameron's a really good mate of ours, so we're heavily biased. But he's he's in great shape, and he's in, he's just it's really quite crazy to look back two years ago. He was a a fat bar steward, and now he's meddling. And do you know what? He sat behind is it Ewan Brown? I think the Ewan Brown, I'll check that in a minute. Yeah, Ewan Brown, yeah, yeah. Christophe so. lad, who, yeah. Cameron sat behind him for two and a half laps, and you could tell he was just sat in fourth place, happy to be there, happy to take a toe, half a lap to go after Burner's on, and just just went away from him. Oh, the boy no, who was I... fourth must have been a brick guard, because it was clear what was happening to him. He had oh. no, nothing he could do about it. And and what was the conditions like? What was it, what was it like underfoot? Pretty boggy in bits. That's a really good course, though. It's on a is golf it? course, and it's it looks. I jogged a couple of laps just with the lads when they're warming up, and it's um pretty lumpy actually. In it's surprisingly lumpy. What do you mean by lumpy? Like or, big hills, like or small short, hills? Short, or? sharp. Short, so when sharp. It, when it goes up, it's like you know five ten meters, but it's just up down up down. There's a bit where you run through a bunker, you know, like it's just oh, really a bit bizarre terrain. But I, I thought it was for me, it was it was proper cross country it was dubby in parts it was um it was main it was all in grass bar like a, a 40 meter section on a bit of sort of dirt track um great event so kudos to dundee hawks i thought they put on a great uh, great event and you know it's also it was at a golf club so there was a bar oh which is nice sweet. Sport. yeah it was open so it was open aye. so we uh i i was i d- didn't partake but a few of our boys were on the beers one of our runners who will remain nameless and obviously was not in the mix at all. He's not that type of runner. He had a, he had a couple of pints before that. <laughs> oh dear. So uh, maybe yeah. promoting promoting running in the northeast now uh, in the yeah. northeast in Scotland he's, here. He's not an example. Can't be having that as a as a recommendation to anyway. Well, uh, each to their own. Eh? Each to their own. But no, it was really good. So yeah, so pleased with Fiona. A really a solid run from her. And I don't even think she's in in, her, in top shape. So. You know, that's that's good. She's well-deserving of that. Please for Jenny. Please for Cameron. And the six who counted is, is brilliant. I mean, we've been, as a club, we've been pushing the men's team for a while. And it's uh, it's really cool to see that medal come come through. So you've got, you know, we uh, Cameron leading them out. As the song would suggest, Ben Ward was on fire. Um, with Chris <laughs> Richardson, uh, Jim Toll, Jason Kelly, Hamish Battle. Hamish had a really good run. Really controlled, well-paced. So it was good. And I know a lot of clubs will be listening to this who obviously is heavily metro biased, but you get you get the chat. You know, you're, you talk about these sort of things all the time at training. You talk about them in WhatsApp groups. And it was really good to finally get that, that medal. Um, really proud of the lads. A big shout out to Jason Kelly as well for getting involved because he did a, an ultra the week before, a six-hour race. I know. So for him to be running and... and you're mixing apps, fantastic, and Aye. you're right. I mean, your your first place guy is just as important as your sixth place guy in these races, or, or or girl. Um, so uh, yeah, well done, uh, the Metro lads and, and, and all the other. It's all good. It's part. all good banter, but you know, to beat Aberdeen, that's sweet. That is sweet. Just, I'm I'm gonna say it. You didn't just beat Aberdeen. You annihilated them. Yeah, they were thrashed. Well thrashed. Yeah. I mean, they've got they. I know they're missing a couple of big names and I don't think James Hoard did as good a run as he as he would have liked as or as we know he can but yeah that's a sweet win uh, a sweet win and I don't think there's much of a gap between our two clubs now they're obviously they have many strengths that we don't have but from a senior 
level endurance running, there's nothing there. In my oh. eyes. Oh yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, yeah, we need to. Who, who's the beer mile champion? Is it is it Met Aberdeen or Metro? I, th- I think we uh we it was after the national. I think we still host we still hold it. We didn't race them on Saturday actually. There was a few of them out, but there was no there was no boat race. But um, yeah. So no, it was really good, really good. And obviously, you and I weren't even lacing up. I mean, there's more to come from the. Oh, exactly. more to come from the I mean, Metro geez. team. Watch out, yellow training, because Starfin, the 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 TRS lads are even there. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I tell you what, I was looking at. I mean, that's the thing. If I'd been, I think if I'd been in in top shape, sort of shape, I was in Amsterdam. I think I would have counted, but I would have had to be in good shape because the lads are flying. You know, they are. Yeah, I mean, we uh, talking about the lads flying. We were flying about and around the track last week. Uh, we're doing twelve by five hundred meters and. We were doing that at the pace that we were uh, running our 400s up the week before that or two weeks before that. Um, so we were, well, I mean, I was going around in 68s and uh, for the 400s and then obviously we were running an extra 100. So I'm, I was, you know, personally, I was quite happy with that um, for, for me and where I'm at in terms of my training. Um, but some of the other guys, you know, Ben was a little bit ahead, you know, not, not too much. I was just nestling right behind him and um, happy to... Happy to just let Hamish and and, uh, and and Ben just you know pull me along and um, but Cameron like you know he was running sixty threes and in his fours there and I was like bloody hell like, it's just a it's it's just amazing you know the 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 change of 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 his performance in the last year two years it's been incredible you know from 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 not running for years and and you know getting a wee bit of a you know just just not running at all and, and to where he is now is just phenomenal and I think it's really inspiring the story where you know when he was a good athlete as a kid and now he's took some time off and he's he's getting back to it and and he's doing phenomenal so uh, yeah yeah I think it's great um, but yeah it's good and I, and I think I'll be interested you know and also just to put a shout out to the the, the rest of the the national lads he wasn't even at, I honestly don't think he was at full thrusters on Saturday I can't wait to see. I think the national, he's going to mix it. Well, I mean, what was he at the nationals? Was I mean, he not seventh? Uh, he was, yeah, he was top ten. Yeah, I can't remember the number to the top of my head. And to be honest, the East District, I think the field is is as loaded as any others. I think it's Certainly more stronger loaded, than I've the got, other fields. I think, yeah, I'd agree. It's, it's probably more loaded than the other districts, and I guess it's not to take anything away from the other ones. But when you look at the the standard, um, it's you know your top twenty in that that East League is. You know, some of them are national champions. Some of them out with that top twenty are national champions in, in something or have yeah. been in the past. So uh, yeah, well, do you want to? Um, well, we just go st- straight into the the district championships, and we've, yeah. we've chatted a little bit about these. So let's we'll, we'll, we'll um, in in the spirit of of getting this done in good time, we we we, well, we need to we well, need to is, crack on, won't we? Absolutely. Well, let me. I will just then quickly rattle through the the senior results at the East Champ. So. In the men's race, it was a win, as we predicted. Uh, not a very difficult prediction, that one. For Jamie Crow, Jamie was the, the pick of the field there to win that in... I'm just, I'm just bringing the men's results up. Apologies. Yeah, so Jamie Crow for the win. Central AC, 27-10. Second place, Ben Greenwood. Perth Strathday Hires in 27-42. And then about 10 seconds back, Cameron Strachan, Metro Aberdeen, 27-51. And what that did for the table was Christophan for the win... 
really dominant from them. 4, 5, 6, 8, 12, and 32. So five in the top 12. So they were the winners. Central AC second um, and third place, Metro Aberdeen. So nice. really, really cool there. On the women's side, it was also, before, we won't usually all give a junior shout-out, but just, I think we'll give a tip of the cap to the under-20 champ, Hamish Hickey, 2051. That's a, uh, a good win for him. Yeah, he's on fire at the moment. He is, yeah, uh, really is. So well done to to him. Uh, and then on the women's side, it was a I've win. I've got a we... question, sorry. Go for it. Why, right, an under-20, why do they do le- why do they do less than the senior men's event? Or the yeah. not even the senior men's, the senior event. You know, surely as a seventeen year old you can you can run a you know, run the, the distance of, of the cross country. I, yeah, I guess it's probably do, do because not, it's it's you've got it's probably it's long term athletic development, isn't it? You've got under seventeens then under twenties. So if you've got an eighteen year old you could and I I'm not sure I'm not experienced enough to make a call on it, but you would imagine that's the logic is that you're saving them from you know, eight point six k doesn't feel a, such a long way, but you know. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I suppose if you know if you're doing longer, you the, the, the chances are there's more mileage associated with a longer event, and you know a lot of the a lot of the guys who are who are transitioning from junior to senior are doing a lot of middle distance events, so it's it's probably more, um, you know, it's, it's more attributed to to do a you know something like uh you know, 5k to what? 6k is it? 7k? 6k? Yeah, I think so. Be about that, yeah. Senior women were the same as the men, though. They were, uh, obviously, we're all equalised now. They were 8.6k, so. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was a win for the women. It was a win for Annabelle Simpson, 5ac in 32.07. Second place was my better half, Fiona Bryan, 32.39. And third place, Virginia Baran, Metro Aberdeen, 32.54. And what that did for the team competition was a win for Fife AC. Um, they were 1, 6, 9 and 12, so solid. Second place, Metro Aberdeen. Silver for the ladies there. And third place, Edinburgh AC. Nice. Well, a clean, not a clean, I would say a clean sweep in terms of Metro results. But next year, we'll be, we'll be looking for what we'll have to bear of what we've got this year, eh? Absolutely, yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the target we'll have to lay down. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the uh, that's the East results. So we had what else did we have? We had we had the West District mm-hmm. Championships. Um. So yeah, do you know anything about this? I'm just getting the results up. So I know it was a a win for Lachlan Oates, not his brother. As we've uh, we actually had feedback when we spoke about the the Oates brothers. It is his brother who was running. But anyway, was so, it? Yeah. So um, I think we did we call this. I I, I, th- know, I I think, think you did. Have. I think you called most of the the results that that actually took place. Yeah, you I mean, were bang on with some of your predictions. It's uh yeah. I mean I think we did anyway. So well done, Lachlan Oates, um, West District Cross Country Champion for 2019. So Lachlan won that in 29:34. Lachlan being a Shetlson runner, second place Craig Jardine, Camus Lang in 30:11, and third place Fraser Stewart, 30:31. So just 20 seconds back there, he's also canvas lying. I haven't looked at the team results, but I'm looking at the, I'll bring them up in a minute, but looking at the names there, it looks like it's got to be a win for canvas lying. Oh yeah, it's canvas lying are the win, they get the win, yeah. Shettleston second and Inverclyde third. Nice. 
I see there was no um, Andy Douglas in the end. There wasn't. No, I don't, I don't know why he's why he wasn't running, but I'm, I'm sure he's maybe taken a little bit of a... He's had a fantastic season this year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that, that's well-deserved anyway. Um, in the female side, we had uh, Nink Maholland, um, who's from Inver Clyde AC, taking the Senior Women's uh, Championship for the West, taking the gold by 13 seconds from Kelly Jarrett of Shettleston and uh, Katrina McDonald of Bella Houston Roadrunners. Shettleston taking the women, the team gold, and Giffnick North second with Bella Houston Roadrunners and in third place. So there you go. Very good. On the moving north then, so the North Champs was being held up at doors, and it was a sorry, it's amazing all these different championships, right? And they all have the results in a different format. You've got the West have got this really well structured Excel sheet with a different tab for each results. The East have a PDF, which to be fair is pretty consistent, and the North have also got a PDF, but they're using what looks to be that um, Comic Sans font. <laughs> You know that? <laughs> oh, that was my favourite font. I'll bet it's your favourite. Oh, don't diss the North, eh? Jeez. Anyway, so the North... No, I'm joking. The table is in, is definitely... Times Comic Roman. stands, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the... Uh, anyway, I know the result, but I don't want to... Uh, I want to get the full top three. So anyway, if I jump straight to the women's results, it was a win for Forrest Harris, Maura Davey, 33-26. And only 10 seconds back, second place, Emma Watt, JSK Running Club. Um, we've talked about JSK in here before. It's impressive for them to get a medal. And third place, Caroline Marwick in 33.58 from Inverness Harriers. So what that did for the women's table, that was a win for Forrest. Second place, Highland Hill Runners. And third was Moray Roadrunners. There you go. So in the senior males, we had our man John Newsom taking the, the win in the senior men's race. And silver place was Ross Gollin, followed by third place... Craig Campbell of Inverness. And they, the Inverness Harriers, were the, the team winners. Second, Murray Roadrunners, and third, Highland Hill Runners. So there you go. I, I thought Kenny Wilson was running. Where's he? Well, I saw there was, there was an article in the paper that he was... Uh, he was. I knew he wasn't running. I'm not sure what his... I think he might have a niggle at the minute. Oh, dear. Word on the grapevine is that may not be the case, but I've, I've heard rumours that he's got a niggle. He's on the down low. Keeping it on the DL. But anyway, yeah, good for good win there for John. Uh, I actually thought Rob Sinclair would have been higher up, but to be fair, it's quite tight that first bunch. After John, they're all separate by about fifteen seconds. So. Are they? I, yeah. I didn't really look at the the results to be honest, but um, we didn't really talk about the the, the, the masters medals. Um, but apologies if if yeah, if, because we haven't we're, we're in a tight time scale. But what to do, folks, is have a look at the results. Um, the Scottish Athletics website sum up the the results quite well and and uh, separate the mass the results and a, they do. a a good review. So uh, yeah, have a look at that and and you'll get to know the the rest of the results from the juniors all the way to the masters. One one race one race one uh, person we didn't get who I we didn't mention. I want to give a shout out to is a big run. I was really impressed. Jill Stephen, fourth place at the East District. So I got a big hug from Jill when she finished. Oh, uh, which was that, uh, eh? so I was uh, I was really impressed with Jill's run and she was. She, you know, that's uh, that's, just, that's really strong. So yeah, well done, Jill. Yeah, well done, Jill. And uh, yeah, I, I think um, she's been running quite well so far in the season. So keep yeah. it up, Jill. What's happened to the Trotters? I mean, the Trotters, the men's team, the Trotters, right? Uh, right. I've where got a are question they? about the, the Trotters. 
what the hell was that big massive giant they used to have? Where's that oh, thing from? Yeah. Was that not? Was he not like the 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 bog trot? Was that? I don't know what it is. I should have asked it. You know, I had that wee talk I had um, at the start of the year. You should have, yeah. What that giant was, but was it? It's like is that is that the mascot or something? No. Pass. I just remember the Nationals seeing that massive brown giant walking about the the, you know the fields and in the trees and stuff, you know. But how they might have fallen? I remember the trotters. The trotters when you've got used to guys like. You had Murray Strain would be lining up, Scott Fraser. They had, you know, they had, um, what's the boys running down south now? Don Naylor. Don, oh, Don Naylor, yeah. Go, I mean, yeah. They, had, they had some um, serious talent. Stephen Cairns, they were there back in the day. But they're, like, they had, a, what's his name, Johnny, I'm blanking on some of these names. Johnny. Anyway, how they might have fallen, the, the Trotters, right? <laughs> Their first counter was 47th. Oh, dear. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> that club, they're, they're such a, you know, it's so, not so all about characters. winning races, Tom. It's well, about the taking part, right? I don't think they had that many taking part, to be honest. <laughs> well, they might have had a, a cheeky wee hunter's bog shot or something, you know? Well, they might maybe. have their own races to, take, to, to get involved in, you know? It's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's not... I'm sure they're not... They're certainly not a dying breed, but, uh, you know, I was at their, their, wee, their wee function and their... There was a fair few of them there, and 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 the the, the thing to remember about club races and uh, individual individuals coming going to races, it's uh, cross country is one discipline of running, of athletics. Aye, but it's, there's many more of them. Like you, that you, is their you red put, butter, though. You put you put um you put you put the HBT boys in the hill running race and and the metro boys. You, you're probably you're probably going to get more HBTers than you are metros. I'm not sure yeah. about that. <laughs> there we go. Eh? So the next um, Scottish Hill Running Championship, we'll we'll see how many HBTers there is against Metros. How's that sound? Let's I better get do my it. finger out. Eh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's next year run the run the Scottish Hill Running Champs. I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking them. I I find it quite sad actually because I've got a lot of mates who run for the Trotters, and you know I know we've knocked them on here, but the guys that likes of where's the likes of the Gash? Where well, are these guys? The Gash is, he's a little bit hit or miss. He's a bit hot, hot and cold, <laughs> isn't he? No. The Gash he is colder, in, he's he, cold or cold these days. He talks a big game and, 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 and <laughs> fails to deliver. So That's uh, where they all are. The Trotters yeah. are all out s- s- um, selling ginger juice at the side of <laughs> dodgy it. second-rate road races around the country. Oh, I, they should have just sold, taken their ginger juice to, to the districts and sold yeah. it there. I'm sure they've got a few, you know, a few, um, a few buy-ins, I'm sure, no doubt, so... I tell you what, though, it was. You look at the clubs who are. I mean, Kostorfin are so impressive at the moment. I mean, that really, not only a top quality six at the front, you know, and you look, you know, you only have to look at the names, guys. You know, Ewan Brown, Tom Martin, who else from there? Cal McKenzie, of course, Dougie Selman, um, strong. Uh, uh, was it James Dunn, James Harrison, at the, the other two. So really strong six, but, but they had guys throughout the field. Really, nice. I'm really impressed with Kostorfin uh, at the minute. So yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah, well done to the Castorfins. Fantastic. Right, so that's the district championships, yeah? Yeah, done. So we we've got you you've got what, half an hour to go before we have to leave? Uh now, about 40, 40 minutes. So what about whatever things happen? So we had let's keep keep with the spirit of cross country, yeah? Let's get yeah. let's run dry of, of, of cross country dubs, yeah? yeah? So we had the European Cross Country Championships in Portugal now we had some Superb performances from the Scots, um, and no, the, no greater than uh, your man Andy Butcher 
getting a, a cheeky fifth place in the, the European Championships. So a, a great run from him. Um, either he, I think the last time he took part, he did get a medal, but I think the, the sort of course for him, it wasn't his sort of cup of tea, I think. So um, looking at what he what he posted, uh, but I think you know it's a fantastic result for for Andy there. Um, and uh, yeah, we had some other. Did you watch the race at all, Tom? I watched the men's race, so I saw that one. I didn't see any other races. I had to nip out for a run myself. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't far off the. It wasn't far off the pace, and you know that's uh, you know to lead the home the team for a, a medal. That's brilliant. Well, not just any medal, uh, a gold medal. I uh, saw a gold medal indeed for the win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now a few a few other notable results I, I would say within the you know within the men's team. We'll keep with the men's team anyway. Um, now we had Chris Jones. He was taking part as well. So uh, Ben Connor was he was ninth place. So he, he's an, I think he's an English guy. Um, so that was a great result for Ben. Uh, third place was our man Chris Jones, Dundee Hawk Hill, and and uh, another interview of the show. So um, so yeah, he had a twenty set. He came twenty second, and just um, from an ultra perspective, we have Tom Evans as well. He he also uh, counted. I think he was the sixth counter, fifth or sixth counter. Um, but it was good to see him getting a, a GB vest um, as an ultra runner, and um, I think a lot of people were quite surprised by that. But uh, just shows his pedigree and his um, range of of um, of distance that he can do. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that was quite good. Really impressed by the the senior men's um, results. But we also had uh, Saul Sweeney was the third third bit home in the men's under twenty three race, twenty ninth place. Um, so that was a great run for him, and uh, yeah, I think the team, the under twenty three team, finished an agonising fourth place. So uh, oh. oh, oh dear, oh well, what can you do? Eh? Yeah, don't know how many points were you know separating third and fourth, but oh well. Aye, great team in GB kit though. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had uh, Timmy Slovian's Kara. Is it Kara? Is it Kara was seventeenth. And Megan, I don't even know who, Megan Keith. Megan right? Keith. Yeah, Megan yeah. Keith. Yeah, Inverness yeah. Harrier. Exactly, 27th place for, for Megan. Fantastic. So, um, that was great. And that meant, I believe, they get they got the overall team gold. So Megan Keith has got a European team gold. Fantastic. That's ama- that is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and, and finally, from the men's side, uh, we had Hamish Armit of Gifnick North was... 31st in the under 20 race uh, for GB so well done uh, Hamish and uh, yeah it's, uh, we, we then move on to I think well that's guys and girls isn't it from the Scottish perspective absolutely so, um, I don't I didn't like, I didn't I must say I didn't watch the race I haven't watched it yet um, but I will look through, through the results and the the highlights but um, yeah I, I don't know I think the course was quite good was it was is a good new. Do you know anything about the course? Or was it, it looked. I mean, it was a. It looked to be around a around a grassy, park, a grassy part near an airport, up and down a wee bit. I mean, I, um, yeah, I, I always find it weird this time of year because you're getting you out in even living even Piper down the weekend. It's one o'clock and it feels like it's getting dark. You know, it's the air is full of just misty, wet, grey, horrible, muddy. Then you you go the next day. After district champs, you turn on BBC Red Button, you watch the Eurocross in Romania or Lisbon or or wherever, and it's always super 
nice conditions, you know? It's like like watching a different world. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember the last one. You remember the last cross-country? Was there not, like, barriers everywhere and folk were jumping over? It was like watching the Grand National. Oh, that was, the, was that not the World Cross? Ah, God knows what it was. But it, it just looked a bit silly for me. Like, you know, I mean, can you not just get a, a proper cross-country <laughs> event rather than stick barriers in the way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it gets uh, they're looking for a bit of interest, aren't they, in various places? Anyway, I enjoyed watching it, and kudos to the BBC to cover it. It's always good to watch it. Speaking of coverage, by the way, the next result we're going to move on to. I watched the Telford 10K on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook! Sunday. Jesus, what were you doing Sunday? Sunday, I got back from uh, yeah. being out, and I was, and I was just, I went on Facebook, and somebody had shared all the Telford 10Ks live on running on live on Facebook. So I turned it on, and sure enough, some bloke stood at the 5K marker. What filming them come through? So, yeah, which is cool, and it was even cooler to see the finish line camera with a win for Scotland's Adam Craig, twenty-eight thirty, third fastest ten k of all time in Scotland. <laughs> Unbelievable. So only Alistair Hatton and Andy Butcher ran faster. Right, really impressive. That's crazy. So he also got the course record. And again, um, folks, we have had Adam Craig on the show, so have a listen to him. And um, yeah, so. I, I yeah I, I didn't expect a result from that and we we were asking is Adam Craig running the West District Cross Country Champs and yeah. this that's your reason he's not because he's uh, too busy uh, getting some you know all time 10k results in the in the Scottish all time list so so yeah well done Adam that's a well, quite funny result. he obviously ran that 28:45 in Leeds which has been chalked off what a way to respond not only go and run as quick but knock another 13 seconds off it. Well, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at his result as a big PB from his uh, improvement of 29.08. And uh, so, what, uh, 40 seconds? But, yeah, you're right. I mean, he, he, yeah, he's broken even more time off, off uh, the Leeds Abbey dash. So, uh, let, let's, fingers crossed that this, this course is actually legit. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure, I'm sure after the Leeds Abbey dash, they were frantically measuring it and making sure it's going to be uh, suit for purpose. So, um, Absolutely. I'm just yeah. looking at the results. The only other Scot I know who was running Telford was uh, Jenny Bannerman, who ran, I think it was 35.05 off the top of my head. Um, yeah, yeah 35.05. She's on the results here. Um, so it's a, a solid run from Jenny. I don't see any other Scottish names in the results. I don't think there is. Um, I don't know if there was much else. They're all Scots taking part. District, district cross country. That's where they were. No, so, I mean, well, one result though. I need to. There's one result before we finish on results. Um, we haven't talked about how did the uh, Edinburgh. What was the results of the Edinburgh Park run on Saturday? <laughs> the Edinburgh Park run. Yeah, where, where me and the listeners are on tenterhooks. Oh yeah, I did do how it. How did you go? <laughs> you didn't do it. Oh no, dear. <laughs> Why? Too many beers. Nah, lack of. I must say. Oh right. I actually did enough. have a few beers, but. Uh, the night before, not on, on the morning of. Um, okay. I may as well have. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Just give me a story. Okay. Did uh, your nah. session elsewhere? What, what happened was, um, well, there was where we were staying in Edinburgh. There was like there was a Portobello one, there was a Cramond one, and there was another one uh, somewhere. And just get the logistics of of uh, of getting to the park run, doing the session I was prescribed. I, I 
Christ, you think I just came from a GP? Right, well, in fact, he is a GP. Does he give you your sessions on like one of those little bits of paper? Ah, yeah, that you get yeah, your prescriptions on. Yeah, I go to the pharmacy. Yeah, I get a Garmin. <laughs> but if he's a true GP, his handwriting will be terrible, so you won't be able to read yeah. it anyway. No, the pharmacist can though, so that's all good. No, that's all you care tell about. Me, yeah. they, they verbally tell me what I have to do. Uh, they ask me what my symptoms are. I was uh, just love running, so. Yeah, all right. Ten by a mile, two and a half minute recovery <laughs> for six weeks. Come and see me again in six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh me. So anyway, I, all I did was uh, I did. Oh, God, what was my session? It was like uh, two times three k, and then it was um, three times two k, and then four by a k. Uh, I just did it in like one of the 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 like what you call it? Uh, no, no, it wasn't a park. What do you call it? Uh, not a canal path. Just oh, yeah. a cycle path. I yeah. was just you know, on a cycle path, but the, 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 the I mean, I was trying to go by pace, but it's so difficult when it's very undulating. You're having to stop and start and go over bridges and you know under in tunnels and things like that. So. Um, uh, so I ended up, you know, I ended up just doing it more by effort than, than anything. But I, I was happy enough, Tom. You know, I was happy enough with how things are going. That that Good. session, coupled with the um, the session I did with uh, Cameron Russell Strachan on on the Tuesday, Ben Ward Run Beer and Chris Richardson and Jason Kelly and Hamish Battle on the Tuesday. So um, so those two sessions have, have been good for me this week. And uh, yeah, I think just keeping. Keeping on the groove, Tom. Good, Keeping on very the groove. good. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it for my training, I must say. But just getting ready for Tilly 10K, Tom. Oh, yes. It's all about the, the Tilly 10K. But, you know, going back by the reason I did the park run, like, Debbie also had a session to do. So we had to, like, obviously, like, look after the logistics of looking after Logan. So, ah, yeah. Uh, so if I used to do a park run, it just wouldn't have fit in with our, with our you know, our day. We don't want to go to... You know, you don't want to go all the way to Edinburgh and just run about for half the day and not actually. Absolutely, to... yeah. And that's something I always, you know, family comes first. Then it's, uh, then it's all about, you know, running and you know, it's it's well down the priority list. So, but I got what I had to do, and, and Debbie got her session out of the way, and then we we had a day session, the standing order of at Weatherspoons in in the city of Edinburgh, and visited the Christmas markets and and met up with some some old friends. So it was. It was a cracking weekend. I must say, it was a cracking weekend. So very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think other than that, that's uh, yeah, that's that's my training. What about yours? How's how's your knee getting on? I'm how's, I'm how's, getting what? I'm getting there, mate. I'm actually had a really good. It's a top forty miles last week, which is a which is a which is good for me now. I'm hoping to go again further up next week. And I guess the two well, a couple of highlights. I did. I actually went to the metro session on Tuesday night and ended up uh, spinning out. Seven by eight hundred. Eight, sorry, eight by eight hundred. At double tree. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, which was quite good. I wasn't very quick, but I was. I sort of. I went to the first one, and my knee wasn't great. And I did some drills on the recovery, and I suddenly felt a bit better in the second one when I went a bit faster. So I thought, right, I'll go fast in the third, fast in the fourth, and I pushed on. I wasn't finished running particularly quick, but I finished. I don't know, like five thirties or something at the end. So, pretty pleased with that. And then I managed to get. The I did a 12 miler yesterday, which was good. And again, it was first couple of miles not feeling good, knees a bit achy, and I focused really highly on form. And eventually, it came good, and I pushed on a bit at the end. And it's definitely better when I'm running quicker. Definitely better with that increased cadence because I'm really focusing on 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 keeping that cadence high and landing properly on my feet on the left foot anyway. And then 
today at lunch, I was really stuck stuck for time. I thought I've got things on tonight. I can't run the evening. I've got to just squeeze something out in the half an hour that I had free. So I went out and uh, did a sort of progressive four and closed at five thirties uh, for the last mile. So I'm feeling like I've actually got a little bit more zip than I thought I would. So I'm I'm hoping actually to have maybe another couple of weeks of just continuing to build this up and then we get to end December and say bang marathon training here we come do you think you're um do you think you're do you feel stronger when you're running i think the tuesday the thursday sessions are really helping yeah I really do i feel much stronger and my legs oh. have never felt so strong well that's that's great news and um, so, uh, that's good yeah so what about so in terms of the other events you're doing are you, is there anything else you're thinking of doing in the so, run-up, are you going to do like a park run like me or, or a 5K to test out? Are you are you just going to just knuckle down and, and and just get back to fitness? I think I'll just knuckle down and I'll just treat the Tilly 10K as a tempo. I mean, I'll probably, well, I'll race it, but I'm not going to, I'm under no pretenses. I'm not going to PB at it. You know, if I if I can run a hard 10K, I'll be chuffed. And you know what? I'll see with it. I'll have a chat with uh, James, the physio, and if, if actually, if it, if I, Maybe I treat it as like a sort of seventy percent effort and just get a a hard run in. I basically want to start start of January. That gives me just under four months for London, and I want to have a solid block. And it was interesting. Yeah. I was chatting to I was I was chatting to a few people on on the weekend up at uh, over the East Districts. So I was chatting to um, Fat Simpson, Robbie Simpson, and and he was and you know he made the point, and you and I have said it, and James has said it, and Fiona said it is this is like this, this is it's another time where Clearly, I'm not tapering right. Because always when I back off, I get injured. I never yeah. get injured. I never get injured at my peak mileage. I always get injured immediately before, immediately after marathon when I'm I'm not running that much. I'm backing off, and there's something in that. That's the third time it's happened. Do you think you just like, you know, just you finish and you just start writing notes for TRS and just stick your <laughs> your feet on the desk and you do bugger all and you just I think I'm a lazy. And I, I you just become I, a lazy bastard. I think I'm a lazy runner. I think I've got a bad. Uh, I don't think I've got very good form naturally. And when I'm, I think when I'm in, tr- in training in the zone, I focus on it. And when I'm sort of done, I'm just like fanning around, running just lopsided, not really focusing on the form, and that's what's getting me. Maybe I don't know, but it, it's something in it for sure. Do you cross your legs when you're sitting at sitting at your desk? I I do the sort of. I don't know why I always think this is the only way I can describe it. Is that kind of like. James Bond style, one foot on, and I only said because I read one. I was reading a Bond book a couple of years ago. And they always described him that taking this pose. You know, you sit with one foot on your other knee. Yeah, yeah. That's how I sit, sit all the time. So I, I, I'm trying not to do that. But that's, a little uh, martini, shaking, <laughs> shaking, not shaking, not stirred. Oh me, oh dear. Well, wow. anyway, so progress and I, progress. And do you know what, Carl? I was cruising about with my. I put my TRS hat on actually on a. On the, the district champs, I was watching the TRS baseball cap. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. loads of folk. I was chat, chat, kind of good catch up with Graham Benison, which was good. I was a, uh, um, he was he obviously a former interviewee as well. Chat Alex Jackson had a good catch up with him. Nice, uh, good to see Alex. And yeah, it was good actually. And a lot of people are asking after the knee. A lot of people are asking after you. Oh. Actually, I've got something came to mind yesterday, Kyle. T- I'm sure you haven't because you would have told me Western States. Ballot. Oh yeah, Western States. Nah, I didn't get in, did I? Of course Damn I didn't it. get in. Did you, my odds are against me. They were like thousand. Yeah, I would just want to check if you got in, because if you had, I was then going to instruct you to go and buy a lottery ticket. 
<laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Nah, I, yeah, I, I, I was, you know, like the 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 draw was even live, um, and I was like, oh well, I watched the draw and just see if my name gets called out. And I thought, this the chances. I mean, you know, if you buy a lottery ticket, you don't. I mean, I don't anyway because I don't buy a lottery ticket. But if I did, I don't think I'd watch the you know the the TV announcement of the lottery. Yeah, true. Okay, so we have my coach, Lewis Walker. So he's going to talk um, all about strength training. So we have a number of different topics that we're going to chat about. And uh, the first installment is, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll introduce it. And um, we're going to talk all things strength uh, and, and for runners. So have a listen and take note, folks. It's uh, really insightful. And I'm sure it will help your training. So here we go. Okay, so we have my coach, uh, Lewis Walker, on the show. So this is going to be a regular um, topic or topics of of anything about running and things that I think will be relevant for a lot of the listeners. Um, So, yeah, welcome, Lewis. How are you? Hi, Kyle. Yeah, doing fine. Uh, I got my run and my strength work in today. You were pleased to know. So... There we go, ready to go. Brilliant, brilliant. So, uh, if you don't mind, um, so we we were at yours a couple of weeks ago, and you've got a brand spanking new gym in your garage. It's kitted out with a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it. Well, okay. So we we uh, built an extension onto the house, which has taken about a year to to finish. Yeah. And that extension has got a big garage, and of course, it's big enough to probably have a car and a half, but there ain't no car going in it. <laughs> so I've now got a cage, a hex bar, a, a boxing bag, uh, a bike with a turbo, a treadmill, <laughs> and a variety of other things. So, uh, yeah, the space is taken up by my, my personal home gym. Yeah. So I'm, I'm practicing what I preach. Scale. Oh, brilliant! Right, it, it looks mighty impressive. It's uh, yeah, it, it definitely makes you want to just you know get a good solid winter base of, of training. So, uh, yeah, I, I love it. So, but so I suppose in a similar topic, where so this is it as we as I mentioned in our previous episodes and um, just before we came on air, this is part of the Doc Talk series and. Um, yeah, it's it's really insightful before, so we want to restart it, and um, much to the listeners, um, yeah, the the listeners' delight, we uh, we're going to start off with strength training, um, and then we're going to extend into strength endurance as well. So, um, so yeah, Lewis, you're the expert, really, and um, I'm going to hopefully just chip in with my views as well, and uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about what okay. what is what is strength. Well, I think our, our original conversation had been really about endurance athletes. How, how do you develop strength endurance? Yeah. So, and, and strength endurance is, is a, I, I think, is a key component for all athletes, middle and long distance. And, and it's the kind of thing that is, um, it, it's quite easy to develop, but and there are a number of ways to do it. But I, I think that the foundation of it lies in the word strength. I think you, you actually need strength to then be able to convert it into strength endurance. And, and strength endurance is basically about uh, being able to have a high power output mm-hmm. uh, despite, despite you know, um, increasing lactic acidosis. So it's, it's still been able to produce that high power output, particularly at, at the end of races. Uh, and, and so you're, you're, you've got the strength that you've got 
you're you're optimizing that so that it's it's um, of best use to you at the end of your race. So, so the key thing though is if 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 you've not done any strength work before, it's probably a good idea to think to think about um, how to get your legs stronger. Yeah. Uh, and before you before you necessarily um, you know sort of do do all the strength endurance work. So, so there's, a num- there's a number of things around that, I, mm-hmm. I think. Um, there, there's, a, there's some folk I follow on Twitter who've got some uh, uh, re- really good kind of videos. A guy called Craig Edwards, he's, he's a, I think he's a Canadian um, conditioning coach and he, he coaches, it's actually a women's ice hockey team. Okay. So he puts up a lot of you know, really nice... Uh, little uh, videos of various exercises, which uh, w- which are key, I think. And, and and there's only kind of half a dozen of them that are key. Um, yeah. But he's he's got some videos there of of his team do, doing these exercises, and and they're not done perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they're done in a way that that people can easily you know learn and copy them. So so the kind of things that I think are important are. Or single leg exercises, so something something called a single leg deadlift. Yeah. So a deadlift is basically an exercise that builds your your what's called your posterior chain, which is is your hamstrings and your glutes, and and it's really a kind of hinging exercise for your hip. So your hip hip acts like a hinge. Yeah. Uh, when you're doing this, and it and it's far easier just to have a wee look at it on on a video. And and see how somebody does it. You know, you're basically just leaning forward, you know, pivoting on one leg, and and once you're able to to, to do that without any weight, you can then add a, a kind of kettlebell or a dumbbell uh, for a bit of extra weight, uh, and, and and do some reps. And, so and so one one thing yeah. in that respect. Yep. Um, a lot of people just go, and, and you see it now, time and time and again. People just go into the gym and they lift a really heavy weight. And they don't really know the technique, so is that basically what yeah. you mean? Is going in so something as as I suppose complex as that, like a deadlift. You know, you right. would recommend, or I certainly as a personal trainer, I would recommend get used to the movement before you get heavy. Is yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. So that, that's why I'm, I'm pointing you towards some uh, some videos on Twitter that, yeah. that show you how easy it actually is. Yeah. Uh, a single leg deadlift. It sounds very complicated, but it's really just standing on one leg and and bending forwards almost till you touch the ground with yeah. your rear leg going going up in the air behind you like a T shape, and then coming back to uh, to vertical again. Yeah. And and once you've got the balance in that and 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 you're feeling okay doing it without a weight, you just grad, gradually add some weight. And and like most, you know, you, you don't want to do an awful lot of repetitions. And, and generally, you know, I would do sets of five, mm-hmm. you know, five repetitions and, and a couple of sets for, for most of these exercises. Yeah. Um, regardless of, of you know how heavy you're you, you're making it. Yeah. But, but something like a single leg deadlift, and of course you've got then got a single leg squat, which is a bit like a lunge. You know, so you, it's kind of like you go into a lunge position and then you kind of stand up and then you go back into to. Uh, the, the lunge again, and your non your non weight bearing leg is you know your knee touches the ground. Yeah. Um, so again, you know you would start off 
doing that without any any weights, but then you can add add a kettlebell or a dumbbell um, as time goes on, just to give yourself a bit more load. And and you know, so so folk often have done double leg exercises, Kyle. You know, yeah. by that I mean you know double leg squats. And the, the evidence probably is that that for for many of these double leg exercises, it's very very easy to um, injure your back. In okay. Particular squats. Yeah. Um, and you really, you know, in athletics, we really do, we rarely, if ever, doing anything that's using two legs at the same time. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. is actually going on in your brain mm-hmm. when you're doing a double leg squat because both bits of your brain, your left and right brain, are, are, are kind of um, fully engaged or trying to be fully engaged at the same time. Whereas when you're uh, doing a single leg squat, it's it's more of a pattern that's involved in running, yeah. Uh, so that's not really important. And neurologically, your your you, your muscles seem to fire better. You know, your your central nervous system seems to fire up the muscles more effectively. Yeah. Uh, you're doing it as a single leg, and you're much less likely to to get uh, to get injured with that. So I suppose, so, yeah, also kind of what you're saying in that is, as well is if you're doing single leg exercises, you're not having to lift as much weight, heavy weight, yep. and therefore you're not going to put as much strain in your back and you know, there's less load. Yep. But you, and that's, yeah, that's really interesting. It's a really good way of thinking about it, actually. I've never well, thought yeah, about that. So what, what you've got to think, though, Kyle, as well, though, is that there, there may be technically less load, but in fact, your your body weight is going through one leg. Yeah. You know, let's say you're, you know, you're 60 kilos. You've got 60 kilos going through your leg. So that, that when you... Um, you know, when you're adding weight, you're adding weight to that 60 kilos that's already going through through your leg you know, of your body weight. So it's body weight plus yeah. body weight plus a kettlebell. You know, when you're when you're when you're adding weight and doing a bit more progression. Yeah. Um, so so there there are two kind of leg exercises that that are good ones. There's something that's a wee bit more complicated called a, a hang clean. Um, uh-huh. So that that's kind of like with a barbell. Yeah. Um, instead of having a, a barbell hanging to the ground, it, it kind of you, you kind of go um, it goes down to your knees, and, and you're kind of in a in a kind of semi squat position, um, and then you kind of just you pull it up and to your chest. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm mindful that as I'm saying this, it is really probably much easier to see it in action. Yeah, uh, that's it. Um, Nothing yeah. worse than trying to describe a, a yeah. technique on a podcast, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, do you so, know, um, I've got some references in, in some of these movements. Is there any, would yep. you recommend, uh, you know, other than the resource that you've you've shown? Do you say there's any yeah, well, other resources to yeah, look at so them, or do you think it's just, you know, have a look and find what what's best yeah, for you? And I, I think if you can find some good good uh, uh, videos, uh, whether it's through Twitter or on YouTube. Yeah. I, I think you just got to be careful that you don't you don't want to be finding stuff that powerlifters are doing and folk who are you know are into lifting crazy weights or CrossFitters. <laughs> yeah, and you know CrossFit is you know has you got to think carefully about yeah. about what what you're doing and what you're using it for. Yeah. But there's a really good book. Um, 
called Strength and Conditioning for Endurance Runners or Endurance Running by a guy called Richard uh, Blagrove, B-L-A-G-R-O-V-E. Uh, and it's it's extremely good. Lots of good pictures uh, and progressions of exercises. You know what to do, how, how to build things up, and that, that's a really good resource to you know to look at. Yeah. I, I find though that that having that book, but also you know going on on Craig Edwards' Twitter feed, mm-hmm. you know both together combined to give me a really good. Uh, good idea of, of what to do and how to do it, and actually how simple a lot of these things are. They sound complicated, but, but they're really quite simple. I think you're right. I mean, uh, for me anyway, and I'm sure a lot of listeners would, would, you know, agree with me. Strength training. There's so much out there in terms of referencing. There's so many fancy exercises to do and recommendations, and and it's a little bit overwhelming. You know, you can go into the gym and go, where the hell do I start? Um, yeah. and, and and you've said this to me as well. Like, the, here's are the main he, here's the main com you know exercises that I want you to do, Kyle. Go and do them, and you've got like you know you can get them done within that half an hour, and, and that's you done. You know, it's better than doing a half hour and then doing nothing, or do spending two hours and just wasting your time and getting fatigued and and not being able to do a running session. So that that's yeah. something as well. So what about? I, I, and that's that's maybe a question I've got as well, like the balance of of when you do strength training uh, versus uh, the, the sort of season you're in as well, and and what, what your race goals are, and the timings of that as well. Um, is there a yeah, certain... I, I, yeah, I think that so. So there's a couple of things. You know, if you're doing, if you want to build strength, it's important to build strength and lift and and to lift a bit heavier as you go on in order to get a foundation of strength. Yeah. And you would do that kind of early in the season. So so early cross-country season is, is generally when I suggest folk are starting to, uh, to to lift weights and develop some basic strength. And and that once you've got the basic strength you can do you can do a couple of different things. You can you can either continue in the gym and and do some very specific work or you can transfer that outside to, to you know, to hill reps, for yep. example. So if we stick to the gym just for a minute, I mean, there's two, two three things I probably want, would want to say, though, before I go on. One is that uh, many athletes, or many endurance athletes, one, you know, worry that they are are going to put on loads of muscle and, and uh, get muscle bound, etc. Yeah. Very, very difficult thing to do. If you're an endurance runner that's doing a reasonable mileage, um, it is very unusual for, for anyone to, to muscle up uh, to, to any, any sort of major degree. I mean, you're really training your central nervous system to um, fire off more motor units at one time yeah. uh, rather, rather than doing enough work to, to build what's called hypertrophy or, or build your muscle size. So, yeah. so, so one key thing is... is is really that, that you're not going to become muscle bound. Number one, number two is that there's a lot of good evidence that it, this, you know, the stronger you are, the less likely you are to get injured. So, so one of the really good things to think about this is is what's sometimes called prehabilitation, which yeah. is is that you are building in stuff to prevent yourself getting injured. Strength training's uh, great for that. 
folk often get a bit worried that, oh, I want to make my muscles terribly sore, I want to get the dreaded DOMS, you know, the delayed onset muscle soreness. Yeah. And that's possible for your early sessions, but you know what, it disappears rapidly. Um, strength work will make you run faster. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's uh, you, you know, you can start actually quite quite young. I mean, I think um, teenage, if you, if if you've kind of gone through puberty, as I think you have, Kyle. Oh, you, 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 uh, some people would uh, disagree, <laughs> but... <laughs> well, I think physically, physically you've gone through puberty. Right? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave the mental aspects. Uh, <laughs> you leave them out. <laughs> um, but, but basically, once somebody's gone through puberty, that, that's the time to start kind of, kind of lifting weights. Yeah. Um, and, you know... I, I, I think it really helps uh, endurance running. So I, I think as well, you know, like you, you know, some people might they might not know when uh, you know when you when you start puberty lifting weights, but you you, you kind of in a way you're almost always lifting weights until you you know from the moment you start walking really you, you, there's resistance yeah. there and and the movement patterns you know as a as a I suppose as a child. If you can be accustomed to to all these different movements in your running, it's um it's going to be a lot easier to to do these things and um and it, it won't feel alien as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think I I'm in agreement. You know, being in the knowing what I know, and I I think it's really important to for you know for athletes and for anyone really. You know, from from lifting weights from in puberty until you know you're you're a pensioner as well. That you well, know, it's really you know important. All about that too. To, at the age of forty, if there's any masters athletes listening in, yeah, uh, there's quite a one, few, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once, well, you're not far off it, Kyle. Are you? Well, no, but no. we said Maybe. yesterday. I'm not. Well, do you know the, we we mentioned thirty five is a uh, class as veteran in um yeah. in the world yeah. in the world of well Scottish cross country or British cross country anyway. That's depressing, yeah. isn't it? Jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not far off that. <laughs> so, so basically, um, you know, once you hit forty, you start to lose muscle mass, approximately one percent per annum. So, over ten years, you lose ten percent of muscle mass. Twenty years, you've lost twenty percent. So, it's it's really important for masters athletes that strength work is 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 even more key than than when they were younger. Yeah. Um, and if you preserve your muscle mass, it's got all sorts of very good uh, positive effects on your health and well-being, your immunity. Uh, there's, there's evidence that it reduces heart disease as well. Mm. Uh, so, so very positive, and I'm I'm really keen. So, you know, as you know, I'm a GP, yeah. and I I kind of push my older patients to to be doing some kind of strength work regularly. Mm. So, for, for for endurance athletes, I think twice a week's key. Okay. Um, and you can fit it in either you know on your easier days between your harder sessions. But some some folk fit it in after the hard session. I usually suggest that if you do, and uh, you're best to do it after a run rather than before your day's run. Um, and the ideal would be to, to to be doing it sort of four to six hours after after your running session. But you know. That, that's an ideal, but many many people fit it in. You know, they do they do a session at the track, 
and then they may well do some strength work after that. Yeah. Or they might well do it on their, their easier day. And and given that you're in and out fairly quickly and it's and it's your central nervous system that you're working and, and not your, your central metabolism, you know, your muscle metabolism, then once you've got the hang of it, you do recover really quite quickly from it. And it's unlikely to adversely affect your future sessions. Okay. So so and so we're talking about strength um and you know basically the theme really is the take home is strength not only can improve performance via power output um but also strengthening the you know the body and the central nervous system and um the things that go along with that it's prehabilitation so there's less chance of of injury prevent of in, in the cause of injury um so, so with, with so just as I, I suppose, just to to sum, we could, I suppose, we we try to keep it bite sized these topics, but they're really interesting. We could talk for hours on it. And I know you could. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, would you recommend, you know, twice a week, um, you know, that some of the exercises you've said, sort of squats and deadlifts, and would you be recommending the types of exercises you would we'd be doing over and above those two? Would it be mainly lower leg and and hip? core area was it was it would that be what you would yeah. you would be suggesting so, so the kind of kind of half a dozen or so that, that yeah. i think are just what we've said single single leg like dead, deadlift yeah. single leg squats i do like this thing called the hang hang clean it sounds really quite complicated but if you have a wee look on 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 one of those videos that i was mentioning you'll see it it's actually it's actually uh, pretty reasonably uh, I, I hesitate to use the word easy but i, I think once you see it you'll you'll think, okay, that's something I could, I could give a go at. Yeah. But, you know, if in doubt, you know, engage, uh, you know, a personal trainer or somebody at the gym who uh, who knows about the technicalities of these kind of lifts so that, you you know, you can get some expert tuition on it. And yeah. I should have probably mentioned that, that yeah. earlier rather than just now. Uh, but, yeah, if, if, if in doubt, see someone who, who knows what they're doing in the gym. But, but try not to make it a kind of somebody who's a major strength and conditioning coach for power athletes because you you're not a power athlete yeah and, and you need to be you don't need uh, to have that Olympic lifting technique uh, to, to improve yeah 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 okay no that, that's, really... that's why I say listen to you know have a look at Craig Edwards uh, uh, Twitter feed and his and his videos mm -hmm. because. You know, he's he's got a, a team of of, of um, uh, female athletes, uh, hockey players, who, who are demonstrating this all the time, uh, how, how easy it actually is to do. So, so the other thing that I think is, if you, you probably know what a hex bar is. I'm, I'm sure other folk maybe do or, or maybe maybe don't, but but I, yeah. I like a hex bar. Uh, well, you've got one in your house. Yeah, so I did. I did. I did actually buy one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I'm not going to say I've fallen in love with my hex bar. But I, do, <laughs> I, do, I do like. I do like hex bar. What would you prefer, the treadmill or the hex bar? What's the the, the go to oh, at the moment? Right. Two, two, two completely different things, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One oh. for strength, one for endurance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the hex bar is, is hexagonal. It's the one that you kind of you kind of step it inside. The weights are at either side of you, left and right. But it's like you're stepping in the middle of it, and it's it's much easier to uh, to do a deadlift um, with, with a hex bar. 
and and again the, the videos uh, online will show you how to how to do that yeah. and and the last the last exercise i, I kind of like is, i mean I, I don't i don't think endurance runners should do an awful lot of upper body exercise you don't want to become terribly muscular uh, in your upper body you want you want to keep your your upper body um you know, reasonably as slender as you can, in a sense, but you still want to be strong. Yeah. Uh, and so, one of the, the things to do is pull ups. Mm -hmm. You know, so whether some people call them chin ups, some people call them pull ups, um, and it's uh, you know, I think these are really good exercises to do. They're, they're good all round strength conditioner for the for the upper body. But again, you don't need to do too many of them. I usually suggest if folk can manage five. Then that's great. Build up to five, uh, then then two sets of five, then three sets of five. Don't do any more than than than, than that. Yeah. And once once you've got a set of five, then that's when you can add a wee bit of weight, and, okay. and there's you can put a belt on and hang a bit of weight from it. So you're much you're much better to increase the weight and keep it at five reps, but uh, hang a bit more weight uh, um, off a belt. And that'll make you stronger. If if you can even now, get to five reps. I'm also mindful that. <laughs> yep, five five reps. But I said, yeah. I'm also mindful that many people might not be able to do even one rep uh, with, uh, you know, without some kind of assistance. So you do get these kind of elasticated uh, uh, bands um, that can give you an an assist. Yeah. Um, yeah, so with, you know, with pull-ups, if you can't do a pull-up, you need an assist. So getting one of these uh, elasticated bands uh, that you can put your knee or your foot in, and that, and that will help you to, to, to get a couple of reps in, and, and yeah. very soon you'll be able to do three, four, or five. Okay. And so I think that, also that, you can... keys, yeah. okay. for strength. That, that sounds great. Um, that's a real... Yeah, I think that's... A, I, Make, simplifies it quite a lot um, and I think I, I know for me even as a personal trainer that there's so much out there and yeah you know most of us who are listening haven't got the time to be uh, you know going to the gym for a couple hours and figuring out wandering around aimlessly looking for something that's going to potentially help so um, so yeah hopefully that clears, clears the thing so clears the air, the air a wee bit so it's good yeah so, so maybe in our, our next bite-sized chunks, we can we can do a wee bit about you know uh, w when you would start to do kind of plyometrics or add box jumps or, or, or do a bit on hill work. Um, so that that could maybe be be part of our our, uh, our next our next little bite-sized chunks. Yeah, sounds brilliant. All right, well, thank you very much for that. That was uh, that was great. Thank you. Great stuff. Cheers. Brilliant. Thank you, Lewis, for coming on. As as is standard for Kyle and I when the others did the interview, I haven't listened to it yet, so I look forward to that treat uh, this this weekend to hear about how I can be a better strength runner. Oh, exactly. And you're already doing it, though, Tom. I, I must yes. say, some of the things that you'll, you'll hear in that is some of the things that we're doing in our course. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I think there'll be hopefully no surprises for you, Tom, um, but uh, hopefully some take-homes for some of the other guys out there and girls who, who maybe haven't haven't considered uh, some of the things that we were chatting about. So on strength, right? So an update, listeners. The TRS course. We're not we're not the biggest social media posters, but 
it's good. It's good. The numbers are good. It's a good group of folk. It's a really nice time of the day to get it done. And I'm feeling better at it already. Like my technique, I feel, is just coming on. And this is the funny one that makes me laugh. Skipping, right? Week one, <laughs> I couldn't skip for more than 10 seconds without the, knee, the rope getting tangled up in my feet. I'm making over a minute now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was looking at you and I was doing it. And I thought, what the hell, Tom, you've, you've, uh, you know, you're, you're doing pretty good with the, the coordination, the good old hand eye coordination, I must say. Well, he says that. I'm still doing the two footed jump, but I'm actually timing it now. I mean, it made me laugh. Chris Richardson, he was saying, it's just it's just chance if the rope happens to go <laughs> when he's under his feet when he's jumping. But I think I'm starting to get that coordinate. Was Kyle's doing the single foot, so he's like switching feet. Absolute pro that he is. <laughs> it's uh, you know, you, you've got to you, you've got to practice like what you preach, eh? Absolutely, but no, it's good. So any, I think the class is it full. It's uh, I think there's like one or two spaces left, but um, I mean, if it, it gets full. We, we, I could open up a couple of a couple more spaces if I have to, but okay. if you do, you know, it, it, I, you know, if you're a member of ASV, then it's free. But if you're not, then um, the remaining there's only we've had three already, so there's two spots left. If there was, it was two two sessions left, so um, it works out pro rata to be twelve pounds for the next two weeks or something. So, okay. um, so it's good good value for money what you get and the, the take homes. But yeah. uh, I think we'll look to do continue it on for next year and um, make it a, a regular thing. And I I think it's great. I mean, we're not. It's nothing. It's nothing complicated. It's very simple, but um, but effective movements for runners, and, and it's hopefully going to help improve your your performance, your power, your strength, your and and hopefully make you stronger and reduce injury in in the the coming months and into your into your season. So. It's uh, yeah, I think it's quite an important session for mm. for all runners to do. So yeah. So um, what we got. So what else is coming this weekend then? So we've got races. We've got a bit of news. We've had one. We've actually a listener's been in touch to give a, a race a plug. A race I think we spoke about last year. I think we did, and I think the only reason we spoke about it was because we were intrigued. Yeah. Cyclists versus Harriers. What the hell's that about? I'm just trying to load up the email now that we got. So I, I would love to. Well, do I mean, it. it must it must be you know as what it says on the tin. I would imagine you you race the cyclists and, and the the cyclists race the runners. Indeed. So it's organised by Urban Running Club on the 15th of December. So it's this Sunday. So unfortunately, Kyle and I are otherwise engaged on Sunday, uh, namely going to Sports Personality of the Year Awards. Hello. So um, hello. We're uh, <laughs> we're going to have to. We're going to have to pass that one. But actually, there's um, the flyer that we've got. We'll share on Facebook. It's pretty cool. So it's a, it's the 61st consecutive time this event's been held, right? It was first started by the Irvine YMCA Harriers and Fullerton Wheelers Cycle Club in 1959. And, uh, yeah, it's £5 to enter, uh, cheapest chips. Entrants are, suggested, are encouraged to bring a, a small prize which is get placed on the prize table for everyone to help themselves like a bottle of wine or something i guess bring a prize win a prize sort of thing exactly that sort of thing and it's essentially a race that is five miles long and it's held over grassland moorland and pathways at the urban sports club so this sunday the 15th of december 11 a.m get involved we'll share the flyer but it looks pretty cool and if it a i wasn't going to sports personality in the well, okay, that's not really an excuse because it's in the evening but Secondly, if I could be arsed going down to Irvine, 
I would do it. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not going to go. You're not going to go all the way down to do that race in Irvine. No, I mean if, if Irvine, if Irvine Run Club wanted to throw in some like accommodation and transport for, for TRS, I might exactly. be interested. We might, we might consider it. Yeah. But oh, that's pretty cool, though. Eh? Like, yeah, sixty-one years it's been running, um, and it's uh, it's on it's during the festive the festivities. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be great. Great. I think it's only limited to hundred hundred spaces. So if you if you if you haven't signed up yet, have a look on the website. Make sure that there's entries still available because I'd imagine it'll fill up pretty quickly. Yeah. So yeah. So, so that's this weekend, and I believe you, yeah. What else have we got this weekend? We've got Kyle's big race. Oh, the, the, it's not a race though. It's a run. Sorry, run. It's the Aberdeen Santa Run. So uh, it's. There's still spaces left. There isn't that many, mind you. Um, I'm going to close entries on Wednesday. So the time this comes out, you might have a, a few more, you know, a few hours to get your, your name in the hat and you get a free Santa suit. The money, all, all the money goes to charity. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a great, great, great event. It's four years I've been doing it now. And uh, there it is. There's the guy. Yep, exactly. It's essential. Um so yeah, like I said, you know, it's a brilliant event. Um, it's bigger. There's 400 Santas going to be running about. So don't miss out, folks. Great, great cause as well. Raise money for Chas. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant charity. So yeah, it'll be good. So, so that's uh, that's cool. Aberdeen based yeah. folk. The other, event, the other event you've got there. Well, why didn't you chat about this? The Lossy Mouth Turkey Trot. You're going down to that, aren't you? I am. So this weekend is the, or up to that, I should we should say, the Lossy Mouth Turkey Trot, which is a 10 miler up in Lossy Mouth, uh, surprisingly. And it's the, I think it's the North District 10 mile champs as well. Is the, that's what I think it is. Anyway, so uh, we're going up, which Fiona's running, which is cool. I believe there's. Last year, I think Kenny Wilson won it. So I've actually got the entry list up in front of me here. I'm wondering if uh, if I can search. I can. Let me see. Let me chuck a couple of big names in there. Uh, no sign of Kenny Wilson on the start list. The women's field is actually pretty stacked, actually. So we've got um, Fee's running, Jeannie Baran's running. I think Jenny Bannerman quite often does it. No, Jenny's not on the start list. Nicola Gold's running. So when I say... Stacked. It's essentially the Metro Aberdeen ladies ten mile champs. Well, the, the, you've, got, <laughs> you've got the the winning the team prize right there. You would you would you would you would think uh, eh? You would think so. I think uh, from the men's side, I think actually here's a bit of class to the affair. Robbie Simpson's running. Is he? Oh, yeah, okay. he's running. So that'll be. I would imagine that he'll have that sewn up. Um, Tom Roach is running. Right. Nice. 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 Uh, uh, the conditions are good. So yeah. it's a fast course. It's very flat. I understand it is fast. Yeah, I mean, I know the course. I just haven't um, actually done the race. But I'll be up there spectating. I might get a couple of cheeky TRS videos out there. So when you finish oh, Santa Run, you can see what's going on. <laughs> I'll get some TRS videos at the Santa Run, no doubt. Uh, very good. <laughs> my TRS hat on, not my ASV hat on. But uh, yeah, sounds good. So be a, yeah, so both both going to a race in the morning. And then, as we said, we're going to get uh, get our glad rags on and wander to the BBC Sports Personality of the Year on Sunday night. And hopefully, I really hope it's an Athletics winner. Oh, so do I, yeah. I, I doubt it. I fear they'll split the vote, though. No, I, I think they'll split the vote. I think I think it'll be... I've got... I think it'll be either Ben Stokes or Lewis Hamilton. It's probably going to be Lewis. Has he won it before, Lewis? He has, yeah. Has he? Yeah. Ah. Uh. Oh, wow. How depressing. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go into the rants of, of uh, who should win the sports personality, but uh, I was hoping I was hoping Kipchoge might get it. The world, you know, oh, yeah. the the world one. Um, oh, overseas, yeah. He would arrive in Aberdeen and, and you know come That'd along cool. for a park run or something, or even take part in Santa Run. But uh, I right. tell you, I tell you, yeah, who I is coming though? Um, so I'm helping on the Saturday at the. So oh, Aberdeen Sports Village have got a festival of sport. Um, now we've got a lot of different activities. We've got Tani Gray Thompson, an audience with Tani Gray Thompson. Uh, cool. An audience with Dennis Laws coming, uh, football legend, and uh, we've got Owen Morgan, cricketer. No idea who he is, but some people might. Um, I wouldn't tell got, him. That. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, please do tell him that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you don't know who I am. <laughs> so he doesn't know who I am. Enough. You should say um, who I'm, He should. You should be saying, "Do you know who I am?" I'm a well, GB, exactly. uh, GB Ultra Trail Runner, mate. No, the podcaster for time running shots. True, yeah, true. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, what, I, what, what is interesting is uh, we've got. You remember the, you know those big long treadmills? It's called a tumbleator, and yeah. they, they usually um, the type of ones like, that Mo Farah fell off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but they run it at the world record pace, so Kipchoge's yes. current world record. So yeah. that's coming to Aberdeen Sports Village. Wow. Um, and it's going to be an indoor track, and you, you, and you know who's commentating on it? Please tell me it's you. Potentially, well, I'm not, but Steve I'll, Cram. I'll be, Steve Cram, exactly. Oh wow, get him yeah, on the show, yeah. mate. I, I, I'll, I'll try and you know, I don't know what you know what his uh, contract states if he can speak on other podcasts when he's working. He's got his BBC hat on, but just say to him, just pretend that you're involved with ASV and say, "Oh, but this is." contractually obliged to be part <laughs> yeah. of the you I'll need stop. to commentate I'll stick, a hidden, I'll stick a hidden mic on or something like that <laughs> just chat away it's like ramming a massive snowball underneath his nose <laughs> yeah but anyway so uh, so he's cool. commentating and uh, I, I think I've been asked to help out with the the, 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 the treadmill bit um, and try and uh, you know steal some just chat about running and things so uh, so that's going to be exciting that's our Saturday that'll be my Saturday and um, and then Sunday, we might potentially be having our Christmas special uh, production on the on the su- Sunday, yeah. but uh, time will tell. Whether or not we've got the time, we'll, we'll find out. But uh, yes, it's exciting. A lot, a lot happening in the next couple of weeks. And um, as we mentioned before, there's uh, a couple of fantastic interviews we've got lined up too. So um, uh, yeah, that's going to be good too. Yeah. Right. So before we wrap things up, and I've got uh, somewhere to be. TRS run of the week. No, well, we've I, had we've had the nomination yeah. actually. We we ha- we have, which and, is uh, lovely. And do you know what? It it did warm my heart actually. Um, it warm, and I I I love the fact that listen people are listening to the extent that they want to nominate. And actually, I'll be honest. This week I was kind of. I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I had my head towards Adam Craig. And I'm Adam pro- Craig. And I, I I I was still probably swinging towards Adam Craig but we'll go through all the nominations because I think third fastest Scott over 10k of all time that's a performance that's a champion performance a command performance even and you know I think that that's take some going but let's go through the let's go well, through I'm the gonna, nominations I'm going to try a span in the works here Tom now I, I think we can only he can only be the TRS runner of the week until that course is ratified that's well a, it must be ratified though surely it would be ratified by now you would, you would hope so. You would mind your leads was a few weeks delayed, wasn't it? So that's maybe a fair challenge. So, so maybe we should, uh, maybe we should kind of hold the reins in a wee bit and, and just make sure that we 
we know for sure that it's going to be uh, yeah, fair it's, point. It's a legit performance because these days you just don't know, do you? You really. don't actually, yeah. All right, so uh, all right, let's park him. Park him. So fair. who else have we got then? Well, we've got. Um, let me get the. I mean, stuff up. well, Bucci. You've you've done Bucci on there, I see, which oh, is a fair oh, well, a fair I nomination. Mean, he, came, he came fifth at the European Cross Country Champs, you know, and that's uh, you know, it's. it's I, th- I think it's not really on his turf that kind of performance. Um, you know, he'd be. I think he was. I think he was happy with the, the run, but uh, I think it was probably you know for that kind of course. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, I've got to say, um, yeah, Bucci is is a nomination there. Uh, who else have you got? So if I look at think about the district champs, I think the, I mean. I think we are pretty much there's not there's a lot of big performances. I want to put the Metro lads in as runners of the week. Runners of the week. But I don't think that I don't think that's uh I don't think that's that's going to be allowed. Uh, it's not a run. It's the runner of the week. You've got to so, have a. It's within. I'm not sure it's within the criteria, Tom. So we've also had uh, yeah. So that these are the ones that are coming to mind. But we've we've actually had a nomination, which is cool. So. Feel free, people. Keep the nominations coming. If you've heard, of, you've seen a result on the weekend, or someone you know who thinks is worthy of recognition, and this person is getting a, no- she's been nominated, and this is the, this is she's deserving of that nomination. And if you think you've got other people who are deserving a nomination, and letting us tell their story, then please do, because it's quite exciting to do it. And you know, we we will stick to our guns, and if if we we're not going to hand out these golden hearts for for nothing here, but this is this one. Uh, a nomination's come from Louise McLaren. Now Louise has nominated Pauline Irving for to be TRS Run of the Week. Now, in uh, in Pauline, uh, sorry, in Louise's words, Pauline is a Jog Scotland leader for Airy Hall Nuffield Queen's Cross, which is in Aberdeen. For years, she has been encouraging a huge number of runners. She has some running success, having completed several marathons and hundreds of other races. But her own running takes a back seat to her encouragement of others. She never leaves a runner behind. She encourages anyone who's any interest in running. She looks after everyone. Sometimes she gets up at stupid o'clock to drive folk out to the D-side railway line to let them run back for their long runs. She always has plenty of sweets to hand out. She organises coaches to events. She makes a mean picnic, always packs loads of booze to the party bus. She volunteers at Park Run. She organises lots of social events and charity fundraising. She makes running fun and has been the main motivation for many of us to start running or achieve our goals. So, that was one nomination alone. I... I can't, I can't argue with that, Tom. I think she definitely has to be the runner of the week. Now, not only is, is Pauline, you know, mentioned, you know, given us her nomination, but we've had a, a fair few comments below. Absolutely. Various people with photos and um, it's, it's brilliant. Uh, Lauren Muirhead, I would second this, both inspirational in their own dedication to getting out the door, but absolutely selfless in their willingness to encourage and motivate others. Practical advice from the mundane to the more sensitive for all abilities of runners and never judgmental when training all seems to be falling apart. Um, Helen, Helen Yoon, completely agree with all the above. Great jog leader, great running buddy, great party animal, fabulous friend. We need to get her on the show, Tom. She sounds like, she sounds an absolute, uh, yeah, absolute class. Um, Laura Angus, you can always count on Pauline to make a run fun. She always takes part, encourages us all. Here she is at Parkrun Hazelhead. Definitely gets my motivation. She's dressed up as a wee elf there. Um, yeah, fantastic. Miles Edwards seconds this. Uh, 
Nejmar Kamel, Pauline is just the best. Always there for each and every one. You could, the list goes on, folks. Um, if you do want to have a list, um, a look at her, you know, all the comments. Have a look on the Tartan Running Shorts Facebook page and you'll see them. But yeah, I, I definitely agree, Tom. I think the TRS so, run of the week. Well, this is there. I had one little. Uh, I'll be honest. One thing that niggled me, but I've checked and it's okay. She is on power of ten, so it's all good. That's the oh, quad, that's, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a line somewhere. They need to be. Power, I want to see. So she's she's on the power of ten. So let's uh, let's give her let's give her the tears from the week. But we need to. And I, I'm, is that the criteria? As long as she's on power well, of ten, you're, because you're you know good. this is this is a, you know we're we've got a big club running audience, and I think she's on power of ten. So that says it all. Anyone can be on power of ten. So that's not by any means restricting right, anyone. Yeah. Like and um, Adam Craig will be gutted. He'll be absolutely, be absolutely mortified. Yeah. Well, until that course is ratified, <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, we'll we'll keep him, we'll keep him uh, in 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 tender hooks. So. Absolutely. So yeah. So and actually, do you know what? That was a really cool, uh, really cool to get a show that people are listening. So keep your nominations coming in. You've got a mate who smashed his PB at a park run or something, um, and you think he's well deserving of it. I tell you, it's another run of the week. Uh, a friend of ours who's a clubmate of ours who also listens to the show, I think. Um, Lawrence Watty, Metro Aberdeen, made massive improvements recently, smashed a, smashed a, a sub-20 park run. I'm really chuffed to see that. And that's the kind of stories we want to hear. You know, It's all about performance. Performance is improving. So good on you, Lawrence. Delivery. Yeah, well done, Lawrence. Yeah, I love it. Fantastic. Right, so other than that, I think we can end in a high, Tom, and uh, get you get you out the door and into your next uh, errand, eh? Absolutely, yeah. Back yeah. into the cold. Exactly. So as always, you can get in contact with us through many ways. Um, the best way is probably the, the email, uh, tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. You can email us if you want to and tell us, give us your feedback, um, anything really running related that you want us to mention. Uh, we also have a website, tartanrunningshorts.com. It's uh, brand spanking new. So uh, Lee, our man, Leo Connor, helped design that for us. So thanks again for that, Lee. Uh, Facebook you can get us in at Tartan Running Shorts, Twitter at Tartan Shorts, and uh, yeah, leave us a five star rating on iTunes if you can, because that does, um, you know, it gives us street cred in the world of of podcasting as well. So I think other than that, Tom, I think we can leave you to it, and um, and good luck to everyone racing at the weekend, training, make Absolutely. sure that you're you're getting your strength training in as well, folks. Very important in the winter time, and uh, yeah, try not to. To over well, overindulge too too early in the the Christmas festive festivities as well. Absolutely. Well. But it is Christmas, so don't so don't uh, give yourself a break. I tell you what, see those quality streets, two for seven pounds, dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. I, I'm uh, I, I'm, dangerous. I'm I'm struggling to stay on the wagon. I fear the next couple of weeks is going to be. I just need to embrace it and then keep running, and then after we'll we'll revisit the. The Shapeman in January. Oh, yeah, exactly. Do that. Right, folks. Have a good week. See you later. Bye.